so India is the most populated country in our world. And that's huge. I like space, and I know that on this trip, I'm not going to have space. I'm going to look for that elbow room. It ain't going to be there. But here's, on your uh, per card, it says this. 19% of Indian men consume alcohol regularly. One in four children are abused. Usually by those that are consuming that alcohol. 89% of the population have viewed pornography on their phones. 89%. This is a huge need in India. Here's what we're going to do on this trip. First of all, we're leaving next Saturday, so we fly. We actually arrive on Sunday, and uh, we finally arrive in the city that our destination. Um, and for purposes of safety, we're not mentioning those destinations right here. Um, but we're going to be going to that destination, and we get a day of rest, basically because we've just been on an airplane forever. And uh, when we get there, we get a day of rest. The next day after that, we're going to do a training for uh, DMM, which is a discipleship-making movement and learning how to sit down in a home with a Hindu family, which we'll be doing almost every single night, and basically sitting down and reading scripture with them and talking to them about it. And there's a technique in how to do that. So they're going to be walking us through that. Basically, it's sitting down, reading scripture, what spoke to you, um, and what do you think God may be inviting you to do with it, those types of things. Um, the next day, we are going to be meeting with 250 pastors, and there's also, it's a holiday from school, so we will have probably over 100 children. Uh, the 100 children will be with our team, and they will be doing games and teaching and uh, fun things like that, and I will be taking the pastors through recovery, which is the seven pillars, how to formulate your TEAM, how to do the guidelines, how to uh, run an open share group or a step study. And that's pretty much what I'll be doing for two days, um, meeting with them. That'll be done with a translator, so that'll be exciting. That'll be two days of that after that, we then go back to our main city, and uh, that's where we're going to connect with the church. Uh, this church is pretty connected and actually has a connection with Saddleback Church, and which is astonishing that they don't already have a CR going there, but they do have the desire to start one. And we're going to show up that first day, and we are going to basically put on what we put on every Tuesday night here. And we're going to teach them how to do a large group ministry. And they are getting ready to launch the first ever in the nation of India large group ministry of Celebrate Recovery. <laughs> Amazing. The next day I will be meeting, I'll be doing a very similar one day conference with them. This one I'll actually be able to speak in English. Well, I always speak in English. Um, but I'll be able to do it all in English, no translator. And then that Saturday night, we will be meeting with their young adults group, uh, which for them is their college age. 
And so for them, they go through school, they go through school all the way through high school, and it's a very, very regimented schedule that they have to go through. And then once they graduate high school, they get tons of free time and they don't know what to do. And so we're going to have an opportunity to share with them, hopefully get them drawn in um, to recovery and things like that. At this place, uh, the, side, the, the evening, there should be over 100, 150 adults at this uh, large group celebrate recovery. And then at the conference, there should be um, over 100 uh, people attending that as well. After we get done there, we will be going to uh, churches on, this, on that Sunday where we will be going in as a team and teaching and preaching in churches, sharing our testimonies and connecting with the people there and stuff like that. We then go up to our third location, which is actually with our missionary, uh, Pasong, and he's the guy that we support as a ministry. We're going to go connect with him. We're going to do a one-day training for pastors up there, which should be over 100 pastors, and basically the same thing, teaching them how to do what we do here. And then from there, we'll be doing DMM and homes. Every night, we should be sitting in the homes of people that we have no clue who they are and telling them about Jesus and eating a meal with them and connecting with them. And that's pretty much our trip. It is going to be long. It's going to be exhausting. It is two weeks of one day of rest, which we get at the front end. <laughs> and then a lot of travel in cars with no AC, with 100-degree weather, with stinkiness all around us. So I'm buying vapes, vapor, vapor rub, Vicks Vapor Rub, putting it right here. I hear that's the trick. And uh, that way I don't smell anything I shouldn't smell. And it'll be awesome. But we need lots of prayer. We need lots and lots of prayer. Um, I mean, we're going from 40-degree weather during, in the mornings and to 100-degree weather um, there. And that's going to be crazy for us. At the bottom of your prayer card, there's, uh, there's stuff that you can be praying for. Pray for me as I do most of the communicating, but for the other team as they step up and do some communicating, and as we sit in the homes of people, that we would be safe. And it should be safe unless somebody reports us to the police, and then at that point they could kick us out of their country, and that would put an end to our trip. So, um, your finances that you guys have given, I just want to thank you. Amen. Yeah. The, uh, the envelopes that uh, we've done have uh, definitely been a huge blessing tonight with the dinner, all the proceeds, all the money goes to the India trip. All the dessert money will go to the India trip. Um, and I know we're taking a huge focus tonight on it, but reality is um, that's why we're doing it. We're doing an extension of you. Um, we are representing you on this trip. Um, the people that are going have sat in the rooms with you. They carry your story with them and they share their story with their folks in India. This is a huge, huge opportunity because I, much like Michelle, had no desire whatsoever to go to India. I actually told somebody tonight, I feel kind of like Jonah, like, hey, they're making me go, so I guess I'll go, but I really don't want to. Scott Miller has always talked to me to go and I've said, no, I'm not going. You're going, how do I need to go? And then he left and he's like, hey, nobody's going to India. Aren't you going to go? And I'm like, oh, no. I put it off for three years. Thank goodness COVID hit. Woo! That helped me out, stall a little bit longer. But I'm in the belly of the fish, and now he's calling me. Uh, I've got 
I love being comfortable. I love the comfort of my home. I love my routine. I love those types of things, and I am not going to be in my routine. I'm not going to be in the comfort of my home. And uh, God's going to do some amazing stuff. And uh, so we will be communicating with people here, um, and there should be regular updates on our Facebook page. There's actually a QR code on this that you can get that will um, get you the information if you want updates on what's happening. We've got a couple other people that are going on the trip, and so I'm going to invite Robert up to share why he's going on this trip and give you a little taste of uh, what's going to happen. Good evening, uh, CR family. I'm Rob, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I'm in recovery for sexual addiction, codependency, extreme self-centeredness, and being the adult child of a jacked up family as we like to refer to it, so. Um, Why am I going to India? Um, To be honest with you, uh, there was no draw for me to go to the country of India. It was always about the mission of of what we were going to be doing when we were there. Um, One of the stories in scripture that really speaks to me um, is the story in Mark chapter 2. It's the story of the paralytic. Um, And for those of you who aren't familiar with that story, um, there's a group of four friends that have a paralyzed man on a stretcher, and they're trying to figure out a way to get him to the feet of Jesus. And they come up against a full house. And just like in the game of cards, four of a kind always beats a full house. In this story, four of a kind beats a full house too. And so in my my journey, in my recovery, I didn't get into this room on my own strength. I was like the paralyzed man. I was addicted to pornography, sexting, phone sex, one night stands, extreme self-centeredness, as I said, being emotionally and uh, emotionally abusive and, and all these things that we're in the room for. But it was through the prayers of people that I found my way into the room. Just like in that story, sometimes we have to look up in order to find our answers. Those four friends looked up. They found a way to get that paralyzed man to the feet of Jesus. People were looking up to God and praying for me to find a way to get me to the feet of Jesus. And when that happens, good things happen, right? In that story, not only is the man told to pick up his mat and go home, but more importantly, and firstly, he's told that his sins are forgiven. And so we're going to India to bring that message to the people there. We're gonna find people like that paralytic that are lying on the mat, and they need somebody to bring them to the feet of Jesus. We're the team that's over there, but you're part of the four of a kind too that's gonna be joining with us to beat the full house that we're up against in India. So it's your prayer, it's your financial giving, um, it's, it's being here tonight, it's, it's, it's supporting us as we go day by day through this trip. And together, we're that team that's gonna beat the full house because Satan's gonna throw everything he has against us. When we do this kind of work, he's not happy with that. Our team has already come up against a lot of spiritual warfare as it is, but again, Four of a kind always beats a full house, and together, join with you, we will accomplish the victory over there. Personally, the passages of scripture that really speak to me, Isaiah chapter six, verse eight, right? The Lord is looking for somebody to send, and I just felt in my heart at this time, it was here I am, Lord, send me. 
I want to be obedient like um, Michelle said, like Scott said, and I feel that the next step of faith for me is to go into a hostile place spiritually and put myself in a position where I have to count on God to do the supernatural. Because it's easy, it's easy to live according to our comforts, but when we take the safety net away, when we take the crutches away, and we say, Lord, here I am, you know, I need you to show up, I need you to do something miraculous, that's been the greatest experience of growth in my life. So that's some of the reasons why I'm going. I'm very appreciative, again, and thankful for all of you partnering with us in the various ways that you're doing it. And as we take steps of faith in India, you'll be taking steps of faith with us. So thank you, everyone. Are you Italian? I could tell. He was talking with his hands. It was awesome. It was great. Laura, come on up. Where are you at, Laura? She's our last one tonight. She wrote hers out. I'm super excited. I brought a paper to read. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nothing exciting. Um, good evening. Hi. I'm Laura, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus, and I attend CR as an adult child of a dysfunctional family. Hello. Um, so I will be leaving for India uh, with this team on March 18th. And I've been asked to share why I am going. And like so many of us in recovery, the things that we're experiencing now are linked to things from our past. And I know that this trip is no different. Um, I grew up in church, attended vacation Bible schools and summer camps every year. And I distinctly remember the missionary stories that would be shared during these events and being fascinated by the men and women who went all over the world and experienced God in miraculous ways. I remember wanting to go not to anywhere specific, but to go. And not to do any one thing, but just to go. Well, as a late teen and a young adult, I rejected God and religion and closed myself off to any plan that God had for me. And I made my own way, my own plans, and ultimately aided in my own destruction. Proverbs 16, 25 says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. I was running from myself and from the hard work that comes with healing from our hurts. But God allowed me to come back to him, waiting for me with much more grace and hope than I could have ever imagined. And as I began a new relationship with him, the old desires to go and serve um, in all the world rekindled. And I was sure that God was gonna call me and my husband to be missionaries somewhere far away from here. When that didn't work out how I had planned, I allowed resentment and anger to build against God and my husband. And this has been an area of my life that I have tried to wrestle God into submission over every time I go to the mat with him. I come out a little bit more humbled, a little more surrendered, and a little more at peace that he does have a perfect plan for me. In step three, we make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God. And this has been the most freeing step for me in this area. I am making progress in surrendering all areas of my life to him including my dreams and desires to serve him globally. I have decided to engage where I am, minister to my children and family, and not put my dreams over God's plan for me. But when this trip was announced at CR, my heart was stirred and I immediately wanted to go. But I can, so I can predict the future, and so I knew that when I got home, my husband would say, no, I couldn't go. Because we have four kids, animals, I have a job, and we have a home, and I would be leaving that all for him to manage um, alone. But God, um, I went home, 
and shared about the trip and his exact words to me were, you should go. So I shut my mouth and I left it at that and I asked my mom and my sponsor to begin praying for me. Um, I was still wrestling with my motive um, about going. Was this my plan or God's? But I had made up my mind that this year I would go on a missions trip in some way for my own growth and self-care. But I didn't think it would be through CR and I didn't think it would be for two weeks. So was this what he wanted for me or was I forcing my desires and dreams onto him again? As God does, he worked things out and I was able to choose to go on this trip. I would love to say that it's been perfect since I've made that choice, but we live in an imperfect world and I am imperfect. There have been highs, lows, doubts, frustrations, worry, and even fear. But the constant through it all has been God asking me to stay surrendered and to be available to him. And maybe I have more to learn from this trip than to give, but regardless, I know that Proverbs 19:21 is truth as it reminds me many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. I love that the 12 steps are a guidebook to living in freedom with Jesus and that the 12th step, having had a spiritual experience as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to others and practice these principles in all of our affairs, aligns with the Great Commission to go and make disciples. I am most excited about bringing the hope of Celebrate Recovery to hurting people, helping launch their new group in their church, and share what God has done in me through the 12 steps. Please pray for unity and good health for our team. And please consider becoming available to sponsor some of these men and women that begin to go through these step studies and attend the CRs there. And please continue praying for us. I'm gonna invite the rest of the India team. Will you guys please come up and uh, come up on stage and then the TAM Members, will you guys please come up on stage and we're gonna pray. Uh, you guys are gonna pray for us as we head out. Um, God, God gave me a, a passion, desire. This is why I do what I do. This is why I do CR. This is why I do counseling. This is why I do what I do. Is because I really feel like um, God has called me to help those who are hurting find healing through the power of Jesus Christ. And uh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go over to India and we're gonna help others that are struggling. There's lots of places that you guys can give back here. Um, we need people to help serve in our kids' ministry. We have a building campaign that we're doing even at the church, um, built to last, that you guys can partake in to help build uh, for our children's ministry so we can continue to reach out and reach more and more people. Uh, not because we need a cool building, but because people need to hear about Jesus Christ. And so there's lots of ways you can give by serving, by giving financially, by giving your time, by sponsoring, by leading a step study, by being in the dessert team, by running a camera, by doing slides. Who, how would we sing worship songs if we didn't have somebody up in the booth hitting the button? I've had it happen to you guys. You guys all stop singing. So there's lots of places to give back, but I'm just going to ask Josh, will you uh, pray for our trip as uh, we head out? Would you join me in prayer? Lord, uh, 
Would you be with each individual that's present here as they're surrendering their will over to going to this place called India? Would you bless the relationships that are about to happen amongst themselves and amongst the people from India, Lord? These divine appointments are going to be a really cool experience, and we can't wait to hear all about it. Would you protect each one of their families that are still back home here? Guide and protect them, lead them. And, and would you continue to grow in each person's life here and as, as we know you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Will you guys stand and we'll close our time with the serenity prayer? Yeah, you guys can stay on stage. Stay on stage. Let's do it all together. Here's the focus question. In what ways are you helping others in recovery? You can keep it. You can't keep it unless you give it away. And so uh, that's our focus question tonight. But let's go ahead and say the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Amen.